0: Oh, Justin Timberlake did all that dancing for nothing. But Brian Kelly, you send us back pre-Justin Timberlake.
1: Justin Timberlake gets one N-word because of this Brian Kelly dancing. <laughs> for free use whenever. Except, except February 1st to the 29th. Y'all yeah, gotta get it together. I'm getting better and better. Cause once I get started, it ain't no stopping. Stacking this broccoli cheddar.
0: I'm Welcome to, to Out of Pockets Live. We appreciate you guys tapping in. I know it's a Friday night. You don't want to watch this Lakers. Team play right now. Let's, you're not missing it either. No, you're not missing shit. Uh, as always, our top commenter, if there is one tonight, we'll be getting some buckets merch. Reminder: if you subscribe to the buckets YouTube channel, you also have a chance to get some merch. Uh where to begin, where to begin? All right. We got some all-stars, Joe. yeah we I, do. I know, I know we saw that. We we delayed this show. it, it was a busy week and uh, Joe,
1: I'm happy for some of these guys. <laughs> There's something on that graphic, Zach, that we're looking at. And shout out to Grant Goldberg who made that. I know Grant, Grant was like, okay, you. first nine, first nine makes sense. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, this guy's number, what? But I'm here to say, Zach, I'm here to say one thing. You guys may not believe that Andrew Wiggins is all-star. I thought he was an all-star, but I thought he was like 12th man. Yeah. like the He's like the, the specially challenged kid that you let come in at the end of the game and shoot three so he makes one. He's that all-star.
0: He's the guy. Like, do you remember when you, when you were like in the little leagues and coaches were like, y- you had to play everyone equal minutes, so you front load all the good kids, so the league gets real big, and then you're like, and there you go, buddy.
1: Andrew Hold Megan's on for dear game. life. Hold on. I had to do that at Ben Halley Camp one year, Zach. It was it was tormenting. We, we r- race out to the lead, and now uh, we come back and get smacked. We. Uh... Bro,
0: those coaches' camps were a terrible, terrible experience. You're thinking like, oh, this is going to be an easy 400 bucks. Hardest hardest work I ever did was at the coaches' camps. Um, Congratulations to Andrew Wiggins. I don't think anyone, pre- if I had said to you, Josiah, preseason, Andrew Wiggins, starting all-star, you would have been like, what are you, where do I buy the drugs that you were doing right now?
1: Zach, before I talk about Andrew Wiggins, you just honestly brought up a thing that I've been thinking about. That $400 a week to work at Coach's Basketball Camp, Coaches <laughs> are the ultimate finesse. like $8 an hour. I'm sitting here giving my life to these kids, teaching them how to slide, teaching them how to close out, and you're paying me like $8 an hour, Chief. <laughs> oh, Damn. it's horrible. would have said the, the lunch is always decent, though. But they would have like Popeyes. It's like this does not correlate to what, <laughs> what we're doing in this camp. The pizza is not helping these kids on the back I, end of the day.
0: I'll tell two stories really quickly. Shout out at uh, Andrew Taylor's in here who worked a few camps with me. We had this guy, Alan Morrow, who I think he works for Oregon basketball. Now uh legend during the camp, we're running the scoreboard and he's like, Hey Zach, watch this. And he would just take time off the clock. Just start <laughs> removing time off the clock. And no one would notice. And then one of the coaches sees it's like running down. It calls the timeout. And the, Al, I uh, like, look at him. I'm like, you're going to stop the clock. Right. And he goes, well, hold on and the ref comes walking over and <laughs> looks at me and goes hey can you stop the clock and alan just sort of stares at him and like waits another five seconds and Then goes oh and stops it the next year i was like i'm not doing scoreboard and they're like fine we'll let you work the snack stand i sat at the snack stand with my laptop playing episodes on netflix and just eating chips and any of the come over and be like give me the money hand it throw them the chips i was so out those
1: cans are horrible uh, horrible such a sad time. Slave labor. But Honestly. Back to, back to Andrew Wiggins. I made yeah. this point. You know, you look at Wiggins and the way he's been playing, and it's, it's tough because, you know, as a number one pick, you can't call the guy bust. He's had a solid career. You know, he's been hovering in the 20-point-per-game range for for the bulk of his career. True shooting percentage this year, you know, is very side thing's close to, like, 60%. Yeah. Uh, I, I said he was an all-star from the beginning. I, you know, playing with Steph, he's kind of playing with a, what, top-two team in the West. Can't knock the mm-hmm. Warriors. You know, Zach is lifelong Steph Curry and Warriors fans. There we are. Uh, we've been supportive. Very supportive Amazing. of that his whole yeah, career, never won. straight, never straight. Uh, <laughs> but Wiggins definitely deserves that, but not over Devin Booker. That's I'm, I'm trying to yeah. figure out a way to make that racist. I'm working on my head because he's Canadian, and as we <laughs> Canadian black dudes, and no disrespect if you're Canadian black dude, but when you're like American black dude, like if you're ever playing in the back, okay, I'm, I'm gonna share some shit, it might get me fired. Yeah, please. But back in my AU, guys, if you're playing against like Africans and Canadians, it was never, there was no fear whatsoever, except for Bobo, he's the only one that transcends. <laughs> But it's like, oh, you got to guard the African dude? I'm giving him buckets. Like, he's he just, he's not getting in my head at all. Same thing with Canadians. They would start talking in the Canadian gibberish. <laughs> <"A> <laughs> and, and it's just like, I'm no, I'm giving you buckets. I'm never fearing, I never feared a Canadian or an African.
0: Are you, oh, you want to catch these hands? How about that? And you're like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Brian Adams. I, I thought, I thought, uh, Book for sure was going to get it. It feels kind of disrespectful. I also sort of feel like, This is maybe a little bit on Suns fans. You're too busy trying to fight people in the stands. Get your votes in. Get those votes in. Uh, Anybody
1: willingly lives in Phoenix, Zach. Like, I've seen like homeless people in Phoenix. If you're a homeless person in Phoenix, that's like homeless person in Phoenix, homeless person in Chicago. Yeah. No, bro. Pack the things up. Get out to Santa Monica. Get out to Venice. Yeah. The VA. Get one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger 10-rack little janky joints that flood that nobody yeah. accounted for rain coming and flooding, but here we go. Oh,
0: my God, bro. <clears throat> I don't know how they – I remember when I was a college student there, I was like, I don't understand how people do this because your AC would shut off. Like, there's always some month or week where your AC would break, and you'd be like, I don't know how people lived here before AC existed. But shout-out to Wiggins. Like, good for you. Congrats. Uh, What else? Joe, I want to ask you, what do you think about the jerseys before we kind of move away from all Star?
1: A hot pack of ass. I think when they yeah. first leaked, when they first leaked, everybody was just laughing. Like, "There's no, way this could be true. Go back to the team jerseys. They're not the worst things oh, in the world. Don't get me wrong. But just go like, back to the team jerseys.
0: It, bro, it just feels like a warm-up. Have I told you the story that one time we went to play DePaul and I was the head manager for ACU and I forgot all the game jerseys? you a yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to play in practice jerseys. Shout out to Kyle Dodd and our announcers who brought the game jerseys. Saved my ass. Didn't get fired.
1: Where did you leave them, Zach? <laughs> like, where did you instruct Kyle Dodd to pick up the jersey? Kyle Dodd had, like, a 49-inch vertical too. Yeah. legend. Legend. They're just human beings when he would get in the game. It's like, duck on somebody, legend.
0: <laughs> uh, it was a mix-up because our fucking cheap-ass director of basketball operations, whom you know, who I don't want to slander his name, would not let us bring it all in one big bag, so he made me take, like, seven roller bags. that are like, normal carry-on-sized bags, and uh, there was a miscommunication between <laughs> someone who might be in this chat right now, Andrew Knows, and uh, I left some of the bags in one area and some in another area and didn't get the second ones, and so it all worked out, but it that, was... Was this Dobo
1: a master of bringing in, like, 35-year-old high school students claiming they were, like, 16? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I'm like, wait, this Dominican yeah. kid is not 14 years old, dude <laughs> He literally drove here Smoking heaters <laughs> And drinking 40s
0: 100% oh, uh, Bad jerseys I just want to say, NBA There's a very talented individual named Grant Goldberg Okay, let him just Let him <laughs> They threw Chuck in for like two seconds and then pulled him Let, let... <laughs> yeah uh let grant goldberg design the jerseys he's so goddamn talented they would look so much better than this at this point we've had good jerseys so just cycle through the retros at this point uh uh all right elsewhere lebron james is partnering with crypto.com lebron um you know he's getting his own he's getting his own crypto. MJ and now it's it's for a very good cause. All right? So here's the tweet for those that are listening. Obviously, you can listen to this as a podcast. LeBron James and his foundation have signed a multi-year partnership with crypto.com. The deal will help one uh, will help 1600 kids in James's I Promise School learn the tech behind crypto and related career paths. I want to ensure that the commu- that communities like the one I came from are not left behind. I think this is an awesome idea. Uh I think it's an awesome idea. Um because one a lot of the crypto shit seems incredibly predatory. So you don't want people uh getting taken advantage of. I think there's a lot of shit that can be learned, and I think that a lot of uh I think a lot of people could use some understanding of this stuff, myself included. So shout out to LeBron. I just want to say MJ would never fucking do this. I, I kind of want to know, Joe, do you have an idea on what what LeBron's crypto coin might be called? Uh, LeBron's had one?
1: crypto coin would be called a uh, goat coin, Zach, as <laughs> you're very well familiar with. But if LeBron <laughs> was to explain crypto to kids, like you take a photo and you just overcharge for it and nobody owns it. <laughs> and you just talk about blockchain and uh, and then you just have a real snooty attitude to anybody who points out. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can just or or my favorite thing, like make it like super racially offensive, like a monkey or a big baboon. Oh, and God. then convince a bunch of black people to make that their Abbey. And then Let don't have <laughs> them, don't have them do the research of like who's really pulling the strings on that. And you know, if you have this big monkey Abbey.
0: I had a conversation with someone last night about this. It the crypto shit terrifies me. Broncoin, that's good. Uh LaCoin is great teaching the kids to grift. Love to see it. King coin. Also great chat. I want to, I want to know what y'all think. What would MJ's coin be? Cause Joe, do you have one off this? Uh,
1: yeah. Go to Jason coins. That <laughs> would be, I had,
0: I had bitter coin, fuck Bitcoin, bitter coin, salt coin. I don't know if the chat is anything better, but I, I just feel like, there's a lot of crypto rug pulls coming, especially in sports. So oh, MJ, no. teach, teach as many people as you can bro. the crypto rug pulls. I just want to be on the right side of it, you know? So I just want to be on the right side of it. All right. Elsewhere. Uh, Michael Jordan, no longer on speaking terms with Scottie Pippen. According to Nick's legend, Charles Oakley, who's tight with Michael Jordan, Scottie, uh, uh, Michael and Scottie are no longer on speaking terms. Quote, No, I think it's over, Oakley said, about Jordan and Pippen's relationship during a recent appearance on the uh, Open Mic podcast. It wasn't great from the get-go. Joe, any thoughts? Any thoughts?
1: Zach, MJ convinced Scottie Pippen to take a seven-year, $17 million contract. I wouldn't talk that motherfucker for (laughs) the rest of my life. And then they're just spitting his face with Scottie. like, damn, can I get Tony Kukoc money? Imagine Scottie Pippen having to ask the Bulls if he could get Tony Kukoc money. (laughs) MJ let it happen. He knew uh, Scotty. Uh, Scotty came from, like, what, you know, the backwoods somewhere. Didn't really yeah. understand the value of money. MJ yeah. could have been there to help him out. He was too busy snitching on teammates. Uh, uh,
0: I don't know how MJ, the business, I mean, I I mean, I guess I know how it is because MJ's just like, I don't give a fuck. But I don't know how MJ wasn't like, or I guess if Scotty was a little more savvy, he may have pushed MJ for this. But MJ, just give Scotty a Nike deal. Just go to Nike and be like, y- you guys want us to be the best. You want me to keep winning rings and be on the highest stage. Make sure this man gets taken care of on the back end, like a certain real goat does with the movies. A real yes. goat would do that. Make sure no you guys Space Jam- take-
1: if you were Scotty Zack and you saw Space Jam come out and you didn't even get a call back after your audition. <laughs> like, wait, I'm not one of these guys, Mike. I can't like you got Bart, you got Sean Bradley got a part, and I didn't get a fucking part, Chief. That's a lot of. It's a lot of. Mm. MJ's been taking shots at Scotty when you really go back and look at the history of life. Scotty, not even one line in Space Jam. No residuals. Couldn't get a no SAG residuals.
0: card. No residuals. How much do you think those re- residuals are, though, at this point? Like, like those 18 checks... cents. <laughs> yeah, I look, I've gotten a
1: residual check for like seven cents, Zach, and I literally wanted to walk over to SAG and slap the shit out of whoever <laughs> felt the need to send me this. Because you get the check, and you don't know what's inside of the check. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, check. It might be some. You know, it's like playing fucking. And then you open it, and it's like, fucking it, seven cents, dog? Like, damn. This is fucking slanderous. I don't want to go cash. I will <laughs> lose money cashing this. The
0: stamp on the envelope is worth more. And they the literally fucking- send that. And they're just like, ha, ha, oh. fuck you. <clears throat> Goddamn. Poor Scotty. Poor one out for Scotty this weekend, all right? Man's very down bad. But MJ, do a little better. Maybe give him a roll with the... or I don't know. At this point, it seems like it's too far gone, and it's sad. I think... I think at some point they'll come back because it's like, I don't know. I just, it seems like a petty thing. You guys spent so many important years together. Fix the relationship before you, you know, it's too late. So that's it. That's it. You got something on that? or No, No,
1: let's talk about mediocre Caucasians now.
0: Shift it. (laughs) Shifting to mediocre Caucasians. Uh, B block. All right. Married to the game. LeBron James' biggest hater, Skip Bayless. Let everyone know recently he is married. To the game of sports debate. Will Skip retire and have some kids when LeBron finally retires? Is that Good. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: You, you know he's not fertile. You know, you know those <laughs> balls are soggy. That
0: man, that man has been housing Trend and T balls, whatever you want to call them, for too long. Good for you for staying in shape, Skip. Yeah, I, I just don't understand, like like your legacy um I I saw a clip from Kobe, uh, like a Kobe kind of eulogy thing in honor of him him passing uh, this past week where his thing was how important it was to give back to the next generation. That's what makes your legacy for forever because you you pass something on, then they pass something on that you passed on. What in the fuck is Skip Bayless passing down other than mustiness and being fucking hateful?
1: Well, Zach, Skip, Skip continues a long tradition of Caucasian men stealing black men's swag and, and making bread <laughs> off of it. Uh, Elvis, Woodrow Elvis. Wilson, you know, it's yeah. been going on. It's been going yeah. on. Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Edison. It's been going on forever. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, I can't sure. make that, so I'm just going to hate. But, no, nah, he, he looks like Skeletor from anybody who's seen Master <laughs> of the Universe movies. I'm talking about the actual movie version. Uh yeah, I just, I don't, I, you know, I don't like giving Skip any attention whatsoever, no. but it was like, oh, we can get a slander session in and feel good about it.
0: 100 percent. I had a friend that worked. Uh, our friend Matt Harmon would see him at the gym every once in a while. He's like, dude, that guy puts some work at the gym. And I'm like, you know, I, cool. But like, I just don't understand. Like, at some point you go home and like you sit and it's quiet and you're left with what? All you do is talk shit about these people. I just don't understand, like, LeBron is the best player of our generation, and when he retires, it's gone, and you just spent your whole life hating on that, and that's so sad. I don't know. It's so sad. I don't know. It's hard. Uh, all right, what else we got? Best dunker of all time isn't Vince Carter. Do we have this one ready?
1: This kid looks like those dry Lincoln Riley ribs. <laughs>
0: Shit, foggy.
1: Do you think Skip masturbates to LeBron like anytime time LeBron loses, Skip Skip like ejaculates on himself?
0: Yes, a thousand. I feel the same way.
1: Like, oh,
0: Skip's kink is LeBron losing, thousand percent. He has every NBA Finals LeBron has lost. That's all that is occupying his hub. Okay, his p hub. There's nothing else. That's all
1: that's saved. Do you think he can make milk, milk shoot out of his nipples, Zach? I wanted to always see a man do that once in my <laughs> life. I want to see a man make milkshred out of his nipples before I die. <laughs> That's just me though.
0: Skip is an odd, odd motherfucker. Um,
1: all right, what else we got?
0: Oh, here we go. Sorry, Greg, can we can throw we get that back Kyle up Dada on the
1: show, please? Kyle I, we could get right? Kyle Todd on here. I think it's from Brad, too. So everything about that man is fucking just legendary. <laughs>
0: Dodd's such a legend, man. He used to have so many good stories when we were on the road. Uh, he was the man. He, I mean, bro, you want to talk about people that talk shit to him? Every arena, motherfuckers were just choosing to go at him. Kyle Dodd's a legend. Uh, all right, here we go. Was this from Dragonfly? So this comes from Volume. Shout out to them. Uh, Kobe, MJ, Vince Carter, Zach Levine who's winning this dunk contest. And I I agree with Dragonfly here. Zach is botting everybody. Time to let that nostalgia go and come to terms with the fact that Zach versus Aaron Gordon in 2016 is the greatest dunk contest ever. And I'm saying this isn't old. I agree. I I remember, Joe, when I was at ASU, we played you guys, uh, or played UCLA, and they had Zach Levine. And I'd heard all about him, and I was like, fuck this, dude. He can't be that good. He ripped our point guard. First possession rips our point guard takes off from the free throw line and he dunked it so hard. I was like, he had to have broken his hand. And I just remember like, I am such a hater. I need to walk back. Every bad take I had about Zach Levine. And from that moment forward, I knew that dude was very, very special. And uh, he exudes
1: light skin excellence, Zach. When we talk about <laughs> Zach Levine, we're talking about, you know, we, you know, we've had downtime, you know, I'll be sure help revive the movement. Then there's been peaks <laughs> and valleys in, in, in light history. Zach Levine, from the moment he got drafted, and he was like, uh. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> In I true last minute I... fashion, fuck. I got to go fucking Minnesota, wherever he was at at that point. Yeah. Um, but he's not the best dunker ever. The best dunker ever is James Flight White. I think anybody mm. who remembers his McDonald's All-American game, when he was taking off from free throw and giving you the windups. And, you know, this is from like a D-League dunk contest. I couldn't find a good video on Twitter. Oh, but my. he's like a foot behind the free throw line. And this is not even, like, dunking with ease. Like, it's just a regular dunk. You saw the white gentleman just get in front of the screen. He was, like, the Holy Ghost just got him. God I mean, damn. Look at slow-mo. It's crazy. If you think, like, halfway through, like, damn, he's not going to make it. Then makes it with no. ease. Sticks <laughs> the landing. Like, not even a complicated landing. But no. it is what it is. I
0: think the hardest part, like, I don't, and I, I think you see this from guys not wanting to do it. But I don't envy anyone that has to do the dunk contest now because it's like, what are you going to do? Every, it feels like every plausible dunk short of somehow managing to do a backflip has been done. And I, I truly think like we lived through the best versions of the dunk contest so far. I I, I don't want to say it's antiquated at this point because I, I do hope there are guys. And I think Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon have proven and pushed the needle in a way that it, you, you, you see it can still get better. But I just don't know what the motivation for guys to do it is. It's too hard, too hard to be good in it. Um,
1: especially in Cleveland. uh, I'm to Cleveland and dunk. We've told this
0: story before, but I tried to get I tried to start a petition to get Joe Ingalls into the skills contest, and we got like thirty thousand signatures on it. Utah, or uh, yeah, they got all the fans got behind it, and it had it had movement. All he had to say was like, "Yeah, I'm down." They interview him in practice, and he's like, "I don't know who started this bullshit. I'm not going to Charlotte. I'm going on vacation with my wife." And I feel like that's probably the mentality about a lot of these guys going to Cleveland in a pandemic. Like, hey, you don't. Hey, and congrats,
1: play. you're one of the NBA's best players. Come to Cleveland in the middle of the winter, <laughs> yeah. and play a meaningless basketball game.
0: Devin Booker's like, I'm about to go to Turks and Caicos with Kendall Jenner, Wiggins. You can have that shit. Enjoy it. Hey you Kendall, know, like... let's go to
1: Cleveland.
0: <laughs> we got a week off. <laughs> Hit it. Yeah, no shot. Uh, all right. Uh, during the Lakers game last night, Carmelo Anthony got into it with a fan because the fan was calling uh, him quote boy. Why are fans becoming so aggressive and how are uh, and how has the how has the NBA not sanctioned ass whoopings yet? Because- Everybody's yeah, already the shit
1: slapped him at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I no, saw the no. video, and the craziest part is like Shaq and Charles Barkley, two of your more sensitive former Hoopers. I love Chuck and I love Shaq. But Chuck Litter used to throw dudes through windows, and all types of shit. i imagine for less. He, I mean, I didn't throw them through you know. But you know, black men don't like to be called boy by white dudes, and you can't be only boy, you hey, Don't do that to Mello. The, the funniest—I don't know—you saw House of Highlights, but they put the video of Mello going over the fan. But like, you, you got the right one now. It's like it is like Mello. I want to see Mello fight because I've never seen it. Because Mello would have got his ass whooped. It'd have been like another Jake Paul, Nate Robinson situation, and and black people would have got sent back another hundred years. Did. Did Nate Robinson, am I misremembering?
0: <clears throat> Chat, you could look this up. I'm pretty sure Nate Robinson fought Carmelo.
1: Oh, no, I mean, oh, was that the whole, yeah. Who were they like
0: lifted up and fell into the crowd? Uh, and I'm pretty sure Nate did okay there. I like, I don't need to see Melo fight. It's just, it's gross. I, I think if you're a Philly fan at a certain point, you're kind of like, bro, we need to work on this. Cause I, I truly don't, I think there's a reason you're not getting free agents in Philly. I think it's no secret. It's not a fun place to play. You don't have nice weather. Your fans turn on you. It's and I know they have wonderful fans. Like I know we have fans that are wonderful Philly fans, but that is a that is a smaller number than the majority that are throwing batteries at Santa, throwing rocks at people on the field, calling Carmelo boy. Like this shit isn't okay, and it's more just fucking embarrassing if you're a Sixers fan. This shit continues to happen.
1: I love cheesesteak, Zach, but I hate the water booboo after you eat it. Uh, <laughs> the straight water yeah, oh yeah. I have lactose. I'm getting cheese whiz. I'm getting everything right. on there. Uh, yeah. But straight water Jacks uh, Jackson, Jackson and that,
0: Pollock in the bathroom.
1: And that's basically a metaphor for what it's like to play with the Sixers. <laughs> Delicious cheesesteak, but you yeah. eat it, the straight water boo. Like Ben Simmons literally said, I, I don't pay me $40 million. I'll stay my fucking... Light-skinned ass at home because I do not want to play with your team. <laughs> yeah. I don't even care if you trade me. I don't. You, there's no threat you can make. Do, but you can, can even I, trade me to the Kings. That's what, like I'll fucking. Leave.
0: The thing that's frustrating about this is like I don't like I expect bad things from Philly, but not like bad racist things from Philly. And I know that that's maybe like an like uh uh what do you call it? Sheltered mindset because I haven't spent that much time in Philly. But I think that like there are so many other places that we could name that you'd be like, this would happen there before it would happen in Philly. And that's why it's like, dude, do better. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand how this shit's still happening in 2022 in any arena, but like in Philly, like you guys are a major market. What the fuck are you guys doing? You do have so You do
1: have, MB. You so you have can't MB. It. And you did bust the Lakers ass the other night.
0: Huh. in Yeah, no LeBron, though.
1: Imagine, right? but you're calling He's a fan LeBron. boy and you're getting your ass busted. That's like, you can't even fight back because you're getting dusted by the, that current fan base.
0: <laughs> I just can't believe that that shit is happening. Uh I, I like you said, Shaq and Car uh, Shaq and Charles, like come on. We've seen Chuck fight people or we've seen Shaq and Chuck fight people for all sorts of reasons. did Chuck
1: fight Shaq? Didn't Chuck <laughs> yeah, go Shaq fight? Yeah. For what? Did he call him boy? What are we talking about?
0: <laughs> they fight every night on the show. Like, how are you not gonna be how are you gonna say you're set like he' being sensitive, but I don't know. I also think those guys probably dealt with like worse things. It just didn't get out of the way that the game was covered at that time. There's just no outlet for it. There weren't as many cameras and cameras weren't high definition. So people were being racist weirdos on the sideline. You can hide in your like 120 pixel fucking image. There's no way to figure out who the person is. Whereas we got you in 4k being racist and weird. You should be called out. So uh, that's that. Uh, I think that's,
1: I think we got, I think no, we no, hit on
0: everything, Joe. You got, no,
1: no, a- no, no, nothing to add, Zach. I'm literally sitting here. Weekend's about to start. I'm bloated. I ate a, a chocolate satin pie from Reed calendars frozen. I've just been hitting. <laughs> I have lactose issues. I've been hitting it all week, Zach. With the lactose, you know, oh, no, after I eat it. No, after about an hour after I eat it, what's going to happen. But it was so delicious. <laughs> it was so delicious. I
0: got a poquito moss burrito just sitting on the counter behind me, in, in and wow, room over there. I haven't fucking, had poquito in so long. I'm going to just destroy <laughs> oh, that. Staple.
1: That was a staple of my college life.
0: So goddamn good. <clears throat> um, I want to wish everyone a, a good weekend. We'll see you guys very soon. Um, Joe, have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you guys. Talk to you very soon.
1: Zach, it's Black History Month next week, so get your mind right. It's time. It's our month. You better show us some love. Oh, absolutely. Let's get it.